the fun has arrived. Thank you very much. <laughs> Name the movie. Name that movie. It's Tarzan, you dingily. Good job. I was talking to our listeners, but. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're waiting. Oh, yeah. I already gave you the answer. <laughs> Go back, pause it, and then then answer before Courtney answers it, because that's how it, <laughs> that's how that works. Ooh, Technology. <laughs> Oh, I am fantastic. How are yeah? you? Are you really? Yeah, because I'm going to go to bed right after this. Yeah. I'm going to let you edit this episode, and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> but I'm excited to hear what our listeners have to say. Well, it is currently February 1st. You know what that means? Um, that yesterday was January. Yes. Um, we are currently on our second listener story of the year. Oh, yeah. Two out of 12. And because it's February, of course, I had to go with a love theme. So most of our stories, actually, all of our stories are love stories. I hate it. Take it back. Um, I'm just kidding. Thank you for sending in stories. (laughs) We are not popular enough to actually get stories sometimes. So these are literally all off of Reddit. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited. These are really cute. Some of them are super, super cheesy and good. Uh, and I'm ready to go whenever you're ready. Cool. Well, thanks, Reddit users, for uh, thanks, Reddit, for contributing <laughs> unknowingly. So I just emailed you the stories. Ooh, so pull okay. up your email, and I'll have you start, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. You gonna have me start? Yeah. Uh, also i will have you know that after like the first three i actually quit proofreading these (laughs) so because i wanted to have like have there be like an element of surprise so okay some of these i don't actually know what they say cool but the first few i I do all right sounds good so i will i'll start with the first one then do you want me to start with the last one no no i'm just kidding um also i did put the uh, username of all of the redditors into the like at the beginning it says by whatever so i just want to give them credit okay so if they stumble upon our podcast they're not like hey wait a second <laughs> cool all right well the first one is from is by bro dash dash wtf yep i love it <laughs> bro all right i started taking a swing dance class with this girl who had a crush on me in ninth grade I didn't want to do it, but mom made me because this girl asked me to be her partner in front of my mom, who thought it was an excellent idea. There, I met some pretty good friends. There were three other couples in the class around my age that had been doing it for some years. I didn't know any of the girls, but two were obviously twins, and the third was obviously their childhood friend. The guys I knew uh, one of... That's weird phrasing on that. The guys I knew one of, but the partners and the twins I hadn't met yet. Anyway, a year and a half goes by, but when 11th grade rolls around, she decides she doesn't want to do it anymore and focus on school, which means I need a new dance partner. Luckily, this girl, one of the twins, also had her dance partner leave, so we were paired together. We danced for about three or four years together. Aw. We became pretty good friends during that time, and then in 2020, I asked her out on Halloween night. I asked her to marry me December 21st last year, 
and the big date is in June. We were dance partners for about six years, taking swing primarily, but also waltz, tango, rumba, uh, Viennese waltz, which is much harder than waltzing, flamenco, and probably a few others. They're going to have like one hell of a wedding dance. Yeah. Like a first dance. That's what's called. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're going to choreograph it. Heck yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of cute. I like that. I'm always like slightly envious of couples who dance together. Okay. (laughs) Not anything wrong with us. It's just that I have two left feet. Um, And it always just looks so much fun. But then here's the thing is once I get started dancing after like two or three songs, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, people just look like they have a blast when they dance together. After like the first 10 seconds, I'm over it. (laughs) We don't dance. We don't, <laughs> but that's fine. <clears throat> we have other hobbies like um, podcasting. Yeah, yeah, we do we do fun things. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, thank you so much for that story. Are right, you ready for the next one? I am ready. Okay, so this one is actually um on a blog, so I didn't put it into there, so okay. you can't read along. Oh. Uh, <laughs> This is by a user, and this is actually just her name. Her name is Havana C. Posa, um, and this is a story about her grandparents. Okay. It's super cute. I'm excited. She entitled her blog post, Amor Eternal, Carmen and Antonio. So, love eternal. Cool. In May of 1962, Carmen Lujan was visiting her cousins in Mexico City after she graduated from the Loreto Girls School in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She's having a fantastic time enjoying her vacation. 18 years old, spending time with her cousins, dancing, singing, eating, shopping, and exploring the city. One month earlier, Antonio Posa, a a luchador from Spain, had just taken the National Wrestling Alliance World Championship on April 27, 1962, in Mexico City, where he defeated Rene Guajardo. Wrestling was a very popular pastime in Mexico at the time, and Antonio was riding high from the recent victory. It was difficult to go places without people fawning over him. However, he did not mind. He went to a pool party one day and was surrounded by female fans. He was not out of the ordinary, or this was not out of the ordinary, but unlike other days, Antonio noticed a couple young women on the other end of the pool. They were sunning themselves without a care. He found it interesting. (laughs) This part made me laugh. He found it interesting that they were not part of the crowd vying for his attention. (laughs) What an eager. Sorry, eager. Carmen was from uh, from New Mexico in the United States. She had not followed wrestling and was not familiar with luchador culture uh, or or current events. When Antonio came over to speak to her and her cousin, she was unimpressed with his antics. She did not know who he was. But trying to get over a breakup, she accepted his invitation to go have dinner. His Spanish confidence and pride were attractive, and she thought he was easy on the eyes. The two were married three months later, on August 17, 1962. Carmen ignored the gossip and the ridicule from her family. They constantly told her that she and Antonio came from different worlds, and it would never last. They settled in Santa Fe, New Mexico. They purchased a tamale recipe from Carmen's parents, began making and selling Posa's tamales. They had four children, Jeffrey, Johanna, Antonio, and Javier. The boys excelled in wrestling and football. Carmen and Antonio enjoyed supporting the sports programs and were always attending the matches and games. 
Jeffrey and Johanna continued to run the restaurant today. The family became a pillar of the community. Antonio began struggling with dementia in his 70s, and on December 12, 2021, he suffered a hip injury. After the accident and surgery, he was sent home to recover. He had lived a full life of travel, success, family, and love. He came from a small town in Zaragoza, Spain, and he had come so far. On January 11, 2022, after being in hospice care less than a week, he passed peacefully in his sleep. The family was devastated, and although they knew he was at peace, there was a void in their hearts. Carmen had known and loved him for 59 years. She didn't put this part in, but it's kind of cool that it started with just, like, this glance across the pool, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's over here like, she's not into me? Well, bet. And then 59 <laughs> years later. Uh, they her... had a family. They got married. Yeah. So after his death, her heart was broken, and she joined him in death one week after his funeral. Uh, it was her birthday, January 27th, and she wanted nothing more than to see her husband again, and this is exactly what happened. 59 years, four children, eight grandchildren, and one great-grandchild, and more love than anyone could have imagined, Antonio and Carmen will forever have their eternal love and be an inspiration to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, and I hope your hearts are as full as many grandparents were. Oh, as my grandparents were, sorry. I love you, Grandma and Grandpa. I won't ever forget who I am and who came before me. Thank you for your foundation that you built. I will miss you forever. Havana Siposa. Thanks, Havana. Isn't that so cool? I loved that story. I loved just, I I seriously loved all elements of it. I loved his cockiness and his like, I'm famous. I won this championship. And she's over here like, who? (laughs) (laughs) And then here they are selling tamales and and loving each other so much that their deaths were so close together. Mm -hmm. Now I want tamales. Nothing about love. Cool. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. Priorities. (laughs) Give me a tamale, then I'll love you. Oh, I mean, there's some in the fridge. Yeah, but they're like three days old now. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) We should probably throw those away. (laughs) Anyway. Next story. All right. This one is by Cabrita Dorada. Cool. Everything is wrong about how we met. I was his boss. I was married. I had a kid. He was the single, fun-loving, younger guy who was also my most talented employee and colleague. We became friends and never crossed the line. I didn't suspect he had feelings for me. I had a secret crush on him, but mostly I just loved his friendship and admired him as a person. My marriage fell apart due to other issues, um, ex's mental health, and within four days of him, of telling him about the separation, my now so... Significant other. Oh, significant other. <laughs> my now significant other called me up, drunk, and told me he loved me. I was dumbfounded by his confession, and it took me a while to get used to the idea. But when it came down to it, I had already been grieving the end of my marriage for the last three years of it. That makes sense? Yeah, anyway. Even my ex was saying, I deserve to allow myself some happiness. So I did. Never was loving someone been so easy. It's a messy start to a love story, but we are disgustingly happy together. (laughs) I love that, disgustingly happy. There are a couple of... uh weird phrasings and unless i read it wrong i don't think so. it's okay it's anyway, reddit people it's don't reddit. care yeah. <laughs> that's the punctuation cute. i'm just kidding you know what that reminds me of the whole um drunk confession it reminds me of how i met your father oh when he's like i love you sophie when yeah sleep. yeah and then it like ruins everything not to i mean spoiler alert <laughs> 
for those no, if they haven't seen haven't it by now then it. they're behind <laughs> cool well thank you so much i like that story that was cute okay so this next uh the next two are from the same person so one is the grandparent story and then i'll have you read the parent story after okay so this is uh by straights being okay <laughs> grandparent story my grandparents always tell me the story of how they met basically my grandpa took a cruise in europe that his brother paid for him before college my grandpa and grandpa my grandpa and grandma met there and spent the whole night there uh my grandpa then used his summer vacation working to clean a train bathroom so he could earn enough money to take her on a fancy out to a fancy club he didn't want to use his brother's money when my grandma went back to the u.s they wrote each other letters until my grandma came to the u.s and they got married two years later cool i like that all right and this is the parent story from the same person so my parents have told me this story a million times before but this is the first time i'm telling anyone else in 1989 well that was like i just had to anyway sorry in 1989 my dad graduated college and went on to work at a hot uh happily joe's when he was only about 21 he wasn't there long and ended up moving to a small town near the end edge of Illinois called Milan. This job was a clerk at Black Hawk Hotel. Little did he know there was a girl living there already in an apartment who graduated in 1990. She was working a paper route and stopped by this Black Hawk Motel my father worked at as a clerk. He would have the night shift so they talked every morning before my dad went home. A few years later, they're best friends, taking almost every day. Talking almost every day, sorry. Not too long after that, in 2000, my dad proposes to this paper route girl. She would be my mother. Who'd have thought? <laughs> in 2001, they got married. Two years later, they have my brother. And in 2006, I, come, I came along. They had my sister in 2014. My dad is now 52 and my mom is 51. And they're still as happy as the day they were married. Oh, that's cute. Do you I think like people we, will say that about us? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> We're kind of mean to each <laughs> oh, other. <laughs> that's how we show our love. <laughs> I do love you. You jerk. I'm I just kidding. <laughs> I love you too. Um, okay, I like how he said that in 1990 is when they met. And then he says, not long after, in 2000, my dad proposes. I'm like, that's a whole decade. <laughs> like, chop, chop, get on yeah. it. <laughs> well, it says a few years later, they're best friends. And then not too long oh, after that. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, so that's like probably like six mm-hmm. years. That's fun. <laughs> Unconventional. Isn't that interesting? That's something I love about these is that obviously everyone starts out as strangers because you do with everyone in your life. But oh, really? it's just so cool to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Sorry. It's just so cool to like see how it like the how the story develops. Yeah. You know? Makes you wonder like how many other options did they have? What would have happened if they chose someone else? yeah no it's just me okay <laughs> are you is there something you want to talk about like um, the one that got away no <laughs> okay i have no one that got away <clears throat> i have three just kidding yeah just no. kidding no you're not <laughs> okay so this next one is by harlequin Grimm. they said my fiance my fiance <laughs> and i met over a video game almost four years ago we're going to get married in February. The kicker is that she lives in Sweden and I in America. Oh. Our story of conquering long distance and all of the happiness that has come from it is pretty astounding, even to us who by now are used to it. 
We've met and traveled together many times, spent months in each other's presence, and by now consider ourselves a, quote, normal couple, though our beginnings are admittedly odd, shaky, and simply bizarre. Oh, fun. I really wish that this person expanded because I would love to know more of their story. Yeah, what video game was it? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Are you sure your fiancé is not a mail-order bride? I'm sure they've done like FaceTime or Skype or something like that. (laughs) Anyway. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Me neither. It's late. It is. Okay, next story. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, This is from Mahayana. I met my significant other, S.O., I understand that now. On Omegle. O- o- Omegle? Yes. It's a website. Okay. He took a 20 plus hour bus ride to see me. So um, we made out for four hours in a hotel room <laughs> while half watching at an Adventure Time marathon. And now we're in love. The end. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. okay. To each their- Do you know what Omegle is? No. It's like a Russian roulette video chat, pretty much. Someone... Like, you uh-huh. video chat, but it's completely random. Like, you get on, and it turns on the camera, and then it, like, rotates. And then you get who you get. It's like Tinder. Like, you know how it, like, randomly pops up, and then you can swipe up or swipe down or whatever it is? Uh, yeah. Or right or left? Sure. It's like that, but it's with videos. And so someone's on the other end, and then you just, like... If you can either talk to them or you just like skip. So it's just completely random people. Yes. That that's scary. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's horrifying. And there's some really disturbing things on Omegle. But some of it is really funny. And like I actually follow a few people on TikTok who will do it and do like funny things like uh, this one person who is a man will completely dress drag and dress like a woman and like talk in this womanly voice. And like people will start flirting with him, her and then he'll drop his voice really low and be like, oh, thanks, man. And then they're like, what? What? You know, and they just, like, freak out. That's hilarious. Or sometimes, like, uh, that guy I follow, Adam Rose, the guy in the cardigan. He will, yes, yeah. He'll, like, stand up without showing his face and be like, how do you feel about cardigans? And then they're like, eh, it's all right. He's like, oh, what the heck, man? And they're like, oh, it's Adam Rose, you know, like, because it's so random. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, try it. It's really funny. I've never used Omegle, but I like watching videos of people doing it in like wholesome ways i should try it okay no, i'm just kidding uh, that would freak me out anyway okay next story all right so this one is by seared scallops uh they said i feel very deeply connected to my son oh i did not read this but i did pick this one because it's not like a romantic relationship it's a it's a mother-son relationship okay So I feel very deeply connected to my son, deeper than I have any romantic partner. When he was born, I looked at him for the first time. I was flooded with the idea that I had known him before, and I remember thinking in my head, it's good to see you again. When he was a baby, his dad had a drug problem, so it was often just the two of us, like when his dad was in rehab. When my son was a toddler, he and I lived together, just the two of us, for a couple of years. And even now, he's nine, and he and I live in these dorky, oh, sorry, he and I have these dorky inside jokes. We also tend to think the same way and have similar interests. Radio, or in quotes, uh, Radio Lab is a weekly ritual at this point. Anyways, we talk about religion and philosophy and weird thought experiments. I know he has his own really active world inside his brain, just like I do, and we often share snippets of our own worlds with each other. Well, that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. I really like that. 
I like the thought of like knowing your children or your spouse or something before officially meeting them. Yeah, I felt like I kind of felt that way when we had Harper. It's like even though I had just met her, part of me felt like I had always known her mm-hmm. and that she was always meant to be part of our lives. So I think in some way that's kind of what she's explaining. Yeah. And she's the best kid. I love that kid. Yeah. Oh, Harper, not not the lady. I don't know the lady. <laughs> no, it's that's a it's true though cuz like obviously we didn't know Harper until she was born, but yeah. now it's like we can't picture our life without her. Yeah. You know, so I can relate to what this lady's talking about. It'd be quiet. <laughs> huh? It'd be quiet. Without her? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Too quiet, though. The kind of quiet that I wouldn't like. Yeah. She makes life fun. Anyway. <laughs> Next story is from DMGB. I moved home after college and met up with some old friends at a bar one night. I ended up meeting some new friends and we made it a weekly tradition to go there. It became my favorite bar and soon I was there a few times a week for and for local shows. The bouncer who worked there was a tall extremely tall and extremely handsome. I got to know him being a regular, we'd talk occasionally, make shamelessly floaty jabs at one another. He seemed like a swell guy and we became pretty okay friends. Years went by and three and a half about three and a half to be exact. I was at this bar one cold, rainy Friday night in early January for a friend's birthday. Everyone went home, but I stayed to hang out with some other friends who were out. When I got ready to leave, I took a look outside. There was about an inch of solid ice on the roads. I lived on the total opposite side of the city and didn't want to risk death getting home. Fair enough. The bouncer friend of mine overheard my concern and offered me a spot in his couch that night as he lived above the bar. I accepted. He, I, and two of our friends went up for a small little uh, little after-bar party. They left shortly after. He and I proceeded to hunker down on his love seat and watch Star Wars Episode 6, because Ewoks, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Because Ewoks. Um, It didn't take long for our hands to find each other's. Followed by a stare down from the corners of our eyes, then it was game on. (laughs) And it was amazing. Fooling around, dating, lasted about a month. We've been in a relationship for almost two months, and things are beyond fantastic. I'm one happy gal. Nice. I felt weird reading that from a girl's perspective. (laughs) But there's an edit to add. People pretty much were waiting for this to happen between us for years. I guess we're both a little slow. We talked yesterday about how much we'd been missing out on all this time, but we agreed that had either of us made a move at an earlier time at all at an earlier time it wouldn't have worked right time right place right guy just had to be a little patient oh that's cute i like that story a lot <laughs> i also like the whole episode six because ewoks because ewoks no but you remember how that was like who's gonna make the first move kind of like nervously see who's gonna hold each other's hand first yeah see if you're gonna lead in for that kiss <laughs> you totally did Oh, you did first. <laughs> it was mutual. Oh, <laughs> uh, cute. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, DMGB. All right. So this uh, next one, I think this is the last one, is by Joy B 27 And she said, or I don't know if it's a she or he, 
Uh, They said, this is probably going to be a long one. It started just over two years ago. I was recently engaged, thought everything was going great, but there was some niggle. I don't know what that word is. Me neither. Hopefully that wasn't a curse word. Uh, Something wasn't right and I couldn't work out or and I couldn't work out what. Turns out my ex was emotionally abusive and I didn't even notice until later. All I knew is that I was stalling wedding preparations for no reason, no reason, avoiding sex and working as much as I could. On the outside, though, everything was great. I downloaded an iPhone RPG and started playing. It was it had chat public and private that wasn't strictly monitored. And as a result, a lot of inappropriate texting was happening. I participated sometimes, enjoying the thrill of it, of doing it. A lot of it was reply if you like inappropriate things. I'm not going to read those. No, fair enough. <laughs> Which I ignored. Uh, but one guy stood out. He could use grammar and full sentences. Yeah, that's a important thing in a that man. That is a turn on. <laughs> His story flowed between us uh, naturally, and I enjoyed writing with him. There were still others, but he definitely took over. We progressed to a messaging app that didn't share my number. I was still cautious. He could be a stalker creep or something. And our conversations became getting to know each other. We were both honest and sent some pictures between us. He interested me still. About three or four months in, I got caught by my ex with some other guy I messaged and I tried to stop. Tried to be a good fiance and make the relationship work. I lasted, it lasted a week, or I lasted a week. It broke my heart saying goodbye to the other guy. I couldn't do it. I was starting to love him, and he actually made me feel happy. He could calm me down when I was stressed at work, which no one else could. I just had to be more careful. It continued to Skype. I worked nights a lot, and my ex did days. It worked for us for a long time. As far as I know, he never found out about that. I finally got caught again around Christmas because I kept a blog to vent my feelings, and the first time I'd ever felt scared of my ex was then. He came to my work and got angry at me. It continued after I finished work, and I convinced him I was still deciding who I wanted. I put off telling him the truth until after Christmas. When I did tell him, it was via text, and he was several hours away. I couldn't safely do it to his face. I managed to get my flights booked, quit my job, and get my stuff moved out in under a month. My parents helped me pay rent, so my ex was responsible for everything else. Um, It was the first time I'd ever gone to America, and I was pretty scared, but I knew we loved each other. We'd even talked about marriage and both, quote, knew we were right for each other. Immigration when I got to America was interesting and terrifying. They almost didn't let me in because of my intentions to stay three months and live with a guy I met online. It could have been a visa scam, but eventually they let me through. I made it to where my American love was waiting with both of my bags. Tired from my flight, hungry and stressed, instead of coming towards me, he retreated a few steps. I could have killed him for that, but instead he got to one knee and proposed. No one else even noticed. He had no ring. He didn't want to accidentally get what my ex did and wanted to ensure that I loved it, (laughs) but I accepted. He was shaking so much and continued to shake the rest of our flight slash night. He booked a hotel. I thought we'd be sleeping at the airport and made me dance with him to two songs that were, quote, ours. 
just so he wouldn't have to lie when he told his kids previous marriage that what the first thing we did was <laughs> i get it fair enough um just under three months later we were married and it's been almost a year now totally worth the risk i'm far happier than i ever was back home and am now aware of how controlling my ex was yes i'll probably write a book when i get my laptop working again for everyone that keeps asking no way in hell it's happening on my phone the end where wow. is she f- where is she from i don't know i don't think she disclosed that well, fair enough also that was a lot to read and i have a lot of thoughts about it <laughs> okay shoot so first of all this story reminds me of like the perfect hallmark movie or or cheesy chick flick right mm-hmm. but that's kind of the problem with it is that a lot of these stories romanticize cheating you know what i mean and so it's like i I mean, I'm glad that it worked out for her and that she's happier now and got away from an abusive ex, but also, like, I'm not really a big fan of the fact that there was cheating involved, even if it was just emotional cheating. Mm -hmm. Because that's still a thing. Yeah. And probably just as uh, uh, damaging to a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. But, Mm. yeah. I'm, I'm happy for her. And, like, I loved the part where, you know, when he first saw her, he got on his knees and proposed. Like, that's super cute. But I'm also wondering, like... Have you heard, oh, whoops. Have you heard um, the theory of like, oh, I think it's actually on How I Met Your Mother, where it's like, it's either creepy or really endearing. Yes. Depending on how you the feel. The Doppler effect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's a good thing she was super into him. Otherwise, that could have been real weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Do you have any thoughts? Um. Yeah. Yeah, a couple. Kind of, Um. I don't know. I was thinking like, why first time seeing each other in person, right? Mm-hmm he proposes and like he's either really desperate or like they're super in love <laughs> yeah or both i don't know yeah <laughs> but i mean if you already had kids he's probably i mean doesn't really talk about if there was a like if the mother's still alive or if it was a divorce or what happened mm-hmm. um but like maybe he was looking for a mother to take care of his kids care and like kids, they had that yeah. connection and mm-hmm. he realized how good she would be i don't know well one thing to think about is you know this new day and age with social media and with texting and stuff is that you can get really emotionally invested and emotionally deep with someone mm-hmm. really fast yes that's true and so if you think about like how long this had been going on they probably knew each other really well other than just not meeting physically yeah i Especially, mean look at us <laughs> right i was gonna say that's kind of how we started just not with the cheating yeah um but yeah, like even if they were Skyping and stuff, like it's easy to get to know someone that way. Yeah. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. But yeah, don't cheat. <laughs> so I lied. I have one more story. Okay. I think you're going to really like this one. Okay. So this is the last story. Sometime back in 2013, Facebook was all the craze. People made and joined obscure facebook groups and befriended everyone they could in those online social bubbles one day a friend of mine told me about this facebook group of teens our age the group was called the secret society of awesomeness (laughs) cute right sounds stupid (laughs) i'm just kidding i joined the facebook group and there were a lot of posts that went something like i need friends fight for my affection and people (laughs) would comment their pros and why they were the obvious choice 
A similar post went up, and my friend, who had encouraged me to join the group, hopped on a thread and singled out the guy whose pro list consisted of him being an Australian ginger, possibly a leprechaun. She messaged him and began... (laughs) Your face right now. (laughs) She messaged him and began an online friendship that literally lasted years. The two of them would then message and Skype. FaceTime wasn't accessible back then, but they messaged each other all the time. I remember going over to her house one night while I was trolling the internet, or while we were trolling the internet looking for things to do, she asked, what if we called Miles? I, of course, wanted to hear his accent and see if it was legit. Spoiler alert, it is. And also, so was his red hair. It's real. Uh, That was the first night he and I, quote, met. We did exchange a few cringeworthy and flirty texts for about a day afterwards, but then we promptly forgot about each other and moved on with our lives. Fast forward four years. Remember that friend that wanted me to join that super awesome Facebook group? Well, that friend got married. And after she got married, she made it her personal goal to find me a husband so that we could be best friends who were married so we could do best couple friend things. I went on a few failed dates and had several conversations with guys that never really stuck. One night in December of 2017, she prompted me to message Miles. It went something like this. The friend. Hey, do you remember my friend Miles, the redhead from Australia? Me. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? Her. Uh, he's very single and he needs someone to talk to. Here's his Snapchat. Message him right now. Uh, come to find out that she messaged him pretty much the exact same thing about me. Either way, it worked. We started talking that night and have it or and have talked every single day since then. The texts and Snapchats turned into FaceTiming all hours of the night, every night. Thank you, technology, for advancing. We had our first date on December 26, 2017. It was the first time we had met in person. It was also the night of our first kiss. And then I went to Idaho for college. We started a short, long distance relationship, short term, long distance relationship. We got engaged in April and married in July of 2019 and our lives have gone downhill since. Just kidding. I didn't write that. (laughs) You forgot to uh, mention what user that was. Oh, I'm not done. Uh, We are coming in on our five-year anniversary this year. We have a beautiful, spunky daughter that is close to turning two. We have three dogs and a mortgage and a crazy, wonderful life that we have built together. I am forever grateful for cheesy teenage-run Facebook groups and what that brought into my life all those years ago. And to that friend being so determined to help me get hitched. The end by user me. Courtney. It's a a weird name. (laughs) And that, friends, is the love story of Miles and Courtney Mitz. Oh, that was us? <laughs> Your face at the beginning, you were like, you. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Oh, what a cute story. Thanks for sharing that, me, Courtney. <laughs> Just kidding. What are your thoughts? Reliving some of that. Um... <laughs> I kind of wish you didn't mention the cringy messages because <laughs> I think about those every now and then and every time I think I'm like, oh, what kind of person was I? Should I pull them up and read them? <laughs> Hell no, please don't. <laughs> oh, those are so funny. <laughs> we were both equally cringy, just to be clear, and we were 17 and just dumb <laughs> Yep. 
breaking up. Dumb is a good word for it. Oh man! And now we're married. Now it, yeah, exactly. With the child that we love so much. She's the best <laughs> thing in the world. Uh, I love our story. I like to also tell people that you were a mail order groom. Yes, that is and <laughs> more accurate version of that story. I like how you romanticized it a little bit to appeal to our listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> For all you uh, know, I could still be faking my accent. Yeah. Yeah. And got my whole family on board and... Whole family to fake got, it. Got some of them to move over to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could still be faking it. Um, you do you know. remember what we did the night of our first date? Like what our date activities were? We ate a whole pizza each i don't think we finished it we pro- i don't think we did no, but we yeah. ordered a whole pizza each uh-huh and we watched black pant nope you're we on the right track. awesome powers no no? That, no that was a different night never mind <laughs> um <laughs> the night of our first date we went and saw thor ragnarok in that's the second date no because the second date was the family party it oh, was yeah. the first night yeah Oh, yeah. And then in between dinner and the movie, you had to go to work for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> and I sat in your little uh, apartment thingy uh-huh. by myself. A little granny texting flat. Texting my mom. And she's like, how's it going? And I'm like, good. He, he, he left, left me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, but I was so happy, and I was like, "Yep, this guy's it. I'm snatching him." Yeah, and, good thing uh, you did, because there were a couple other people lining up. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's technically true. <laughs> <sighs> I wasn't interested, so. No, but. I wasn't you. Clearly. Then you, then you came back, and I gave you the kiss me eyes, and then you were like, "All right, I guess." If you insist. <laughs> you give me those eyes right now. You want to kiss a little? Uh, yeah, let's end this podcast real quick. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm getting really tired Same. and this Slap is getting happy. real awkward. Anyways, thank you guys for coming to our listener story episode two. I guess it's not episode two, but it's number two out of 12 for 2023. Woo. We're getting there. We're Say getting something. There. Something. Don't forget for next month to send in your stories. We don't want to have to resort to Reddit stories again. Yeah, I don't want to keep pulling them Reddit. <laughs> so send us some more stories. You can reach us at famdamilypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And keep an eye out on our social medias. We have um, TikTok and Instagram. And Facebook. Oh, yeah, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to... Follow us and like our stuff and share with your friends Tell and have their buddies. friends to share with their friends. <laughs> Pay it forward, as as it were. Yeah. Uh, convince someone to listen to us until they love us. Yeah. Tell them to, uh, <laughs> to suffer through the first couple episodes with the sketchy audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We get better. It's true. <laughs> Over time. We we're, we We're like fine wine. We uh, get better with With age age, yeah (laughs) all right everyone we love you have a good valentine's day don't do sketchy things with people on the internet yeah bye